1: Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Pants. Kate, I've been dying Mm. to tell you this all morning, but I didn't call you until we started recording. I had my first Pants dream last night. Oh, tell me. It's now in my subconscious. Well, I picked you up and remember, well, you don't remember because I had my 73 Bronco before I met you, okay. I had this really cute green and white Bronco from the I've 70s. Heard all about and it. It, Yeah, I know. And I the reason you've heard is because I'm so angry I sold it. I still haven't gotten over it, but I had this girlfriend who was like, it's a death trap. And I was like, okay. Anyway, <laughs> I picked you up in this thing in my dream. Mm-hmm. We both had Janet Jackson headsets on. I love where this is going. As we were driving de- through the canyons, we were live recording a pants episode.
0: Oh, that's and, good.
1: And your your voice was like the peanuts teacher in my dream. So I was talking and I was like doing the podcast, and you're like wah 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 <laughs> like every time you spoke. I don't know what that means. Maybe the subtext is you don't listen to me. That's not true. <laughs> okay. And then we drove back to what was a pants podcast studio, a professional studio. And Ooh there was a chef there with a wood-burning pizza oven pulling oh. out a fresh pizza for us to finish our episode. This is a and I woke up and I thought, well, maybe that's where we're headed.
0: Hey, that's incredible. Yeah. Good dream, Leash. Were you upset Thanks. to wake up?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Especially the pizza. I think that was the
0: part. And no, and my car. My Bronco. I'm still on the Janet Jackson headsets. I know, right? Is that the headsets from from, from Rhythm P- Nation, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, somehow oh. we're recording this. Well, and here we are back in reality, about to do episode seven on Hulu. It's episode eight, but regardless, it is called La Ennui. So that's how you say it. Directed by Tony Goldwyn and written by Miss Eileen Shaken. I'm gonna say I think this was my favorite
1: episode this
0: season. I'm looking at the original air date, not to bring it down, but it originally aired on 2-2-9-0-4, and that was three days after my father died. What wow! You... Wow! That's um, sad. I but I do love this episode. I feel like I really shit on episode seven, and now I understand why episode seven was it was the bridge episode. I think, yeah, and I think eight was the mm-hmm. eight is also kind of like the other bridge episode, but far more is happening. Seven's tough. It was just trying to bring us into that final uh, 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 quarter of these stories for the season. Right. So I'm sorry. Episode seven.
1: No, it's OK if we had, you know, we're going to have some opinions, you know. Yeah. Love them or leave them. OK, so we start in Rome Italy uh there's a woman getting fitted for an outfit the costume designer francesca kind of gropes the woman okay
0: first Uh, of all francesca would get an hr report thrown at her if this was 2021 what is going on
1: i don't know why everyone has to secretly molest everyone on the show in the flashbacks (laughs) or
0: whatever they're called cold opens and the way she's seducing her is by talking about um the gift of the magi this is such an Eileenism, yeah you know? know like this is so eileen
1: you know what I kept thinking was I hope a pin I hope she's not holding a pin. Ooh. I did, I thought that.
0: You know. Ouch. I was thinking this is the last thing that would make me um enticed into conversation is hearing about the gift of the magi.
1: No. I don't care. So I would have fallen asleep. You didn't it's get it didn't you
0: didn't grab me, lady. Mm mm. You didn't. Just make the dress fit. Francesca. If you recognize her, it is Lolita Davidovich. Oh, yeah. So you see Lolita Davidovich, and obviously she's not just going to be in the teaser. There's more to her. (laughs) She wasn't that desperate. (laughs) I'm tempted to give away the spoiler because it's not a spoiler. I'm willing to bet if I did a poll, the majority of people listening to this have already watched the series. Okay, Okay,
1: then we need to discuss this. We go to Marina's place and she's on the Venice Canals
0: in Los Angeles. I think this is where Marina turns into Marina Perrone because she's singing to herself in the mirror yeah, and having no. the greatest morning.
1: What do you know greatest what language morning? she was singing in? I don't. Marina is the Rosetta Stone of the L word. I do I not. I know, but do you know what this one was? I didn't know either. No, no, But listen, in the pilot or the second episode, I don't remember, they had an exterior shot of Marina and Jenny making out on a cliff's edge at marina's house looking over Mm -hmm. the city landscape that's right now she's in the canals so i don't remember marina talking about moving but they got their exteriors a little mixed up you don't have views like
0: that when you're on the canals of course marina wouldn't be singing a pop hit from 2003 (laughs) and i'm thinking like of course you can't just sing avril lavigne which was a huge thing in 2003. sure Sure. Or Destiny's Child. <laughs> I
1: know. We had to hear something none of us know. I don't know what she was doing. <laughs> hey, they could have been a big hit in Italy or France or whatever she
0: was. We don't know. Anyway, who Maybe cares? Maybe it
1: was a big hit. You cared. You cared a
0: lot. Maria Perone. Anyway, now we go to see Tim, who's completely over it with his trash bags, gathering up all of Jenny's stuff. And there's a knock at the door and it's Jenny, who looks like she's just come back from an outward bound trip. She looked really, 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 really extra sunburned. Yeah, she did. And she said little... she climbed a mountain. So maybe it was an outward bound trip.
1: I know, but it was her ha- and then her hair. It looked like a bear had eaten part of it. <laughs> so I felt like her look was a little over the top.
0: Do you think Nikki Klein took her up to the mountaintop to meet Keith Ranieri and Jenny was like, I got to get the fuck out of here and climb back down the mountain? That would have been a great episode. I got to get home to Tim. I wish. Okay, so anyway. I want to see Jenny rock climbing. That's a deleted scene that I'd pay money to watch.
1: Also, they need to get their exterior shots, right? Because we went from Lake Tahoe, which of course has mountains. Then they were in the flat. She was at a diner in the flats. Where did she get, where, then where'd they go?
0: Sounds like Big they drove bear, to U- Utah or they went to Joshua Tree. There aren't mountains in Joshua Tree. But Joshua Tree is far from like tall Well, I guess there are, there are like hills, really dry hills. Where? In Joshua Tree. Oh, no, there's huge rock climbing in Joshua yeah. Tree. But I don't think it's an easy uh, trip to make regardless.
1: Well, she looked like it was not an easy
0: trip to make. That is true. The important part is that you know he throws it, her out. Well, no. Why does he throw her out? Because he tests. Because she stunk. No, no, because he tests her. He says, "What was that?" The only time, and she goes, "Yes, it was." Yeah. And now he's all caught up, and that's where he says, "I'm done." Yeah. Nothing is worse than when you're caught in that moment.
1: I know. Can we talk about the trash bags? So did Tim start the trash bags because he was just dumb? Okay. Because she obviously must have had some luggage when she moved from the Midwest. Like a duffel bag or something.
0: I don't think he's thinking about her duffel bags. He's just gathering the stuff that he sees of hers. And And she
1: rolled with it. She wasn't like, I need to go get my... No, she's shocked because
0: what she doesn't know is that he knows.
1: Okay, we're at the planet. Shane, you're talking about the fact that you've met Madonna and you're going to do her hair. I
0: think she did her hair already. Okay. And Marina is just in a fantastic mood. And I think she's speaking French with an Italian accent because she says, "The um, Blonde de, de, de which I think is the small ba- blonde that sings. Oh, de Blonde de cuixante. Who is and she Shane, talking to? She's talking to Shane, but Shane's reacting the way I too would react, which was, They pretend they didn't say anything, and then shift focus over. (laughs) Uh huh. (laughs) Let me just turn. (laughs) You know
1: what I would love for someone, one of our listeners, to do. If you're bored at home, can you translate anything Marina's ever said in another language and send it into us?
0: Anna Anna has translated a lot of them. Some of them, yeah. Some of them, she can't make out what they are. Okay. Well, if there's a linguist out
1: there that can really break this down, please, by all means. Um, Okay, then you're get okay, and then you start talking about
0: this yacht party. The big yacht party at um the Harry Samchuk has lent Shane.
1: Yeah, and I was very excited because I remember loving filming this episode. Was I was like, oh, it's the yacht. It's the yacht episode. Yeah. Okay, so Bet and Tina come in. We ask how Tina's doing, and then we... Both, I the three of us made me laugh that we were just like making, we were pulling a lot of faces.
0: This scene spoke to me on a visceral level. Me too. What I have written on the top of this episode is big bold lettering is friendship. Because yeah, th- this episode, re- it, we've always had the friendship, but it just, this episode proves that the friendship these characters have is the anchor to the show at all times even when the show gets really crazy and outlandish as the season goes on. It's what the whole on. show is about. And it's so palpable in this episode because so much happens and mm-hmm. and we managed to get it in and the friendship is so is, is it's the glue. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. Me too.
1: Because we're shooting each other we, I think we were so comfortable with each other at that point we were like shooting each other looks. Mm-hmm. Like it's getting the subtleties
0: the subtleties yeah. are there. And Tony Goldwyn, um, he loves to shoot. I remember he he shot a lot for nuance and he was always looking for little things and he would do a lot of takes. So he also helped contribute to that, like the looks and the this and the that. He wanted yeah. to catch every little bit to tell that story. I enjoy that stuff. I love it.
1: Um, um, and then the other important thing is that uh, bet, and, bet and Tina want us to go to the ceremony. For their uh fetus, right, okay,, uh, and we clearly
0: do not want to go. um yeah. when Jenny's <laughs> sitting outside of Tim's house, um because then it cut, then we see Jenny, doesn't she remind you of a meerkat? No not all, in the sun, to me asking, it. you know a meerkat right? Those funny yeah. little things, and they like lounge in the sun, and yes, she reminds me of a meerkat perched against a wall, just having a relaxing afternoon. She's she had a lot relaxed. to figure out. Just I, I know you're not going to go back and look at it, but if we were watching it together, I'd say a meerkat. You'd say, I see it.
1: Okay. Oh, I do want to go back now. I might. Okay. Then we're at the ceremony that we didn't want to go to.
0: I have at the top of this scene, in big letters, I just wrote, I miss Aaron." I fucking miss Aaron. I
1: had to stop because we didn't watch these two together. I mm-hmm. had to stop and I turned back to my girlfriend. And I was like, Aaron was the greatest. Like, I, I just, you. everything she does on this show brings me so much
0: joy. I like how we both had the same reaction and mm-hmm. separate Well, moments. she had a big
1: episode. I think it's because it was a big episode for her.
0: Yeah, but even in this chanting thing, you know, we're all like, I'm holding Pam's hand, you're holding your hand, your hand, and and you're holding Aaron's." And so we're this chain and Aaron and like her reactions to when the pregnant woman sits down next to her and she says, I know. oh, okay. It's just yeah. the errand of it all. I, I miss so Same. fucking much. And also team players to all of these characters who begrudgingly went to this chanting ceremony.
1: Well, yeah, they're our best friends. They've asked us I to know. go. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Of course we're going to We took one there. for the team. We're back at the planet. Um, Jenny... Oh, this made me laugh. So Jenny's sitting in a chair in the corner and Maria <laughs> Marina's staring at her like she still loves her. But mm-hmm. like... Jenny looked so gross in the chair, like like a person who has not bathed themselves in any capacity for weeks, but they still did the like, she, they still had Marina do the sexy glance over to her like, mm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just felt bad for Jenny because where else is she going to go? She doesn't know any of us. I mean, Shane could have offered to have her stay at her one-bedroom apartment with five roommates, but Shane and Jenny technically haven't really—they've met in passing, They're, but they don't know we're each not other friends yet. Friends
1: with Jenny yet? In a in a so Marina major is her mo- only so, salvation. <laughs> yeah, so, so Marina wild. comes over, and you know, Jenny—it probably smells kind of ripe, but she still there's there's a point where she goes to put her head, her hand on Jenny's head. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I hope she pulls it away. Like, I wanted her to do something more realistic, like, ugh. But she just puts it on her head and strokes her lovingly. And then Jenny says, I need a bath. And I thought, no, you need a shower. Because you don't need to sit in your own ground. She kind of,
0: Marina, I think kind of had a moment where she tentatively goes to put her hand on her head, stops herself. And then, oh, is that? Well, she kind kind of has a moment. She's like, yeah, but
1: then she's like, well.
0: I still love her. When we shot the scene on at, on the Venice Boardwalk, where, this is after we've left the chanting ceremony. I remember shooting that day so vividly. Me too. Me too. Pam Big Greer day. was getting mobbed. We could mm-hmm. not shoot that scene because everyone was just clamoring to get to Pam Greer. I mm-hmm. think Pam was like, actually shoot me out because if I stay here any longer, she we will She hopped won't on a bike and rode off. Yeah. But um, we shot that on on Venice Boardwalk when we were shooting exteriors in LA and it was magic hour. And I remember all of us just dawdling on the boardwalk, killing time because they were, the filmmakers were trying to figure out how do we work around all these like real people because you can't shut down the boardwalk and deal with the extras. And how do we gather all this uh, footage, you know, as quickly as possible. So all of us are just like looking at the stands
1: and poor mm-hmm. Pam is
0: getting mobbed. Yeah, we by were fans. shopping.
1: We're like flip flops. Yeah,
0: I I went over to like the skate area where they were skateboarding in the pool and watched them for a while.
1: Yep, it was a fun day.
0: Yeah.
1: It was a really fun day, and we were down. It's when we went down to um LA to do our all the
0: exterior stuff. Yeah. So we had finished the season. Shane, I think, also tried to invent a new term, which didn't seem to stick. Oh my uh, God. When, tits.
1: Thank you. I'm glad tit. you said it. It's no, going to be no, tit. no, 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 no.
0: It's, oh, oh yeah. It's single. It's not plural.
1: Single. It's going to be tit. tit. I wrote that down. Thank you. Oh, I did um, too. It's, 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 it I, don't didn't it stick. I don't think it no. stuck. I don't think anyone's used it since. <laughs> no. And what a weird, it's isn't it, isn't the term, it's going to be the tits? Because I can imagine Eileen might've just heard that and then got it wrong.
0: Maybe. And at the, that, that's at the point. It's the
1: tits is a
0: saying. It's not going to be tit. That was the point in my career where I thought, all right, well, I guess it's the, the tit is singular for a reason. So I wouldn't question it.
1: Also, Kate, I've noticed a lot in this first season. We say everything that was written because I've seen me yeah, have to say these really long lines Yeah. that are like, we talk about word salads. I'm like, blah, 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 and I have a lot of stuff to get out. I would probably, you know. Edit Try those it. a little more at this point uh-huh. <laughs> in season, uh-huh. whatever we are now. Um, but back then we said everything on the page.
0: Everything That's on right. the page. Because we wanted, we wanted to keep our jobs. This is a time cut that I find a little strange. So that we established. Home. Well, no, we established like, okay, so we're going to say there's a part there's a party. Can you show up? Bent and Tina are being boring. And then that scene ends with the three of us saying, okay, we'll meet at six o'clock. Then we go to see Jenny in a bath. It's a very brief scene. I was trying to see if the water was brown. I couldn't really tell. But regardless, then it immediately kicks back to Bet walking into the house. And the three of us are already there. I found the time cut awkward, too. I was like, all right, but we're here. I love TV that we can get from Venice to WeHo within like a blink of an eye. No traffic, yeah. no problems.
1: But... That could be a regular time cut, just like, and it's later that day. But there was no change in the light or anything. Usually so.
0: there's like some sort of establishing shot to uh-huh. indicate yeah, time. Yeah, like
1: the sun's going
0: down and it's
1: six now. Okay, so this great, great classic scene. I remember shooting this one as well. I was
0: very, yeah. I think, I think the three of us got together and rehearsed the scene. Did. Yeah. And this is where Jennifer wanted to come in, I think, and also rehearse and see, like, not see what we were doing, but she wanted to have the rhythm with us to make it flow. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we started getting together
0: to rehearse those Mm -hmm. scenes. I highly enjoyed this scene. Loved it. I learned something about Shane I didn't know. She has an Uncle Bill and cousins. Yep. See? And so I wonder if Shane's Uncle Bill and her cousins are friends with Alice's brother and sister. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe they all live together somewhere. Where is Shane from? I think Dallas. I think that was established. What? Yeah. Dallas. I know you say what, like, what now? it's twenty. We all know more, like, Texas is more of a...
1: I'm not even thinking, I'm thinking, like, you. wouldn't you have had an accent? If you were born and raised in Dallas, you
0: would have an she accent. Wasn't, I don't think she was raised in Dallas, because in foster care, I think you get kind of, you know, shuffled around to different places. You don't have to necessarily stay in the same spot. Good question. Okay. I don't, I'm pulling that answer out of my ass, but... um. You just pulled was, Dallas
1: out of your ass. You were no, just like, I didn't pull mm, Dallas. Dallas. no,
0: no. No, I didn't pull Dallas out of my ass. I pulled the reasoning behind why she doesn't have an accent, but I could totally be wrong. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing at Shayna Dallas. I'm sorry. I don't know why. I think it okay. was Dallas. <laughs> she was born in Dallas. Didn't her family move a lot, too? It was supposed to be a very unstable childhood. do me. You played the you're character. Not, but you're not like in the... Like, I don't think she was born and raised there by <laughs> any means. I think she was born there and probably moved out. I don't think you um, were raised on a farm. I'm also grateful that Alice finally addressed the slippers Tina was wearing that I personally was bitching about two episodes well, ago. A
1: couple of episodes, Yeah. Yeah, they really worked over those fuzzy, fuzzy slippers. Oh, let's talk about it. Because you called me the other day on the phone and I was like. Well, go I ahead was... and say it publicly. Go ahead. I'm, cause not, I, I'm not. Sh- I'm not. You, you. Well, you think. Well, I'm just going to say it. you think I put collagen in my lips. I did. My yeah. lips are huge. And on everything in my life that I love. I was having an allergic reaction (laughs) to what's it called? What I take Accutane. Accutane. Accutane for my for my adult acne that I was so upset about. Oh, and one of the side effects was that your lips get swollen
0: because you'll notice my skin looked amazing. (laughs) And my lips look huge. (laughs) You kept the Accutane on the DL. You never were addressing like, oh, it's time for my Accutane. I had acne shame. So I was just dealing with it on my own. Right. And I understand, which is why I thought you, and I forgot you took Accutane because you have such great skin. That's why I was, what, your eyebrows are there, but what's up with the lips?
1: Right. My lips were huge. I agree. And they put a lot of lip gloss on me, which I don't think was helping. But my lips were bigger than yours, which is saying a lot.
0: Yeah. But I you, but you. I just would like to say I've never I was put just a little concerned and confused. Well, I believe you.
1: That doesn't seem well, like you your have style, to, anyway. It's the truth. No, it's not my style. Ew. Gross. I mean, not, I'm not judging people who do it, but it's not for me.
0: I love the sequence about this pregnancy because it's so relatable I think to any friend group and it's fucking fun and we're, and and although we're being serious in the scene it's a fun fucking scene and that's what made the show come alive I love watching bet laugh I feel like yeah she doesn't laugh anymore
1: I don't know I mean I just think life got really serious for bet but back then
0: I feel like there were there was a lot of laughter but we also had levity I know You know, we could have like a very serious moment in one scene and then come in and have this jovial scene with like your friends and this baby thing. And it's just like, ah, I love that. And I miss it. I know.
1: Ladies, we can all bond over this one. Imagine a bra that you actually want to wear. They're hard to find. We all know it. We've been through how many bra brands? Ugh. and you're like, I like this about it, but not this, or they're just uncomfortable. Well, today's sponsor, Honey Love, has revolutionized the bra game. It's real. Say goodbye to underwire and bulky fabrics that trap heat. Honey Love's bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire without sacrificing lift. It's cool. It's like these little, I can't even describe it, like these little bone things. And it's like, I don't know how they do it, but it's brilliant. Plus, they've made fabric that's so soft, it feels like second skin. So you immediately feel and see the difference. So it's next level comfortable.
0: Use our exclusive link to get 20% off, honeylove.com slash pants. Now, after you purchase, they ask you where you heard about them. Please, please support our show and tell them Pants sent you. Honeylove.com slash pants. Treat yourself to Honeylove because you deserve it. We then go on to Kit, who's at home. She's making a martini. Kit always seems like she's her own best friend. It wasn't a martini. That. It was a. It was a, um, it was a. She was shaking the thing. A, it was a
1: margarita, which I thought was funny. It was like a TGF, TGIF's margarita or like an Outback Steakhouse margarita.
0: And I thought she was in recovery. That gets addressed later, but she gets interrupted by a phone call, and it's her son who will be in town. He's very distant. And he would like to see her if she's available, which she's enthusiastic about, but also she's nervous. Of course. It's been a long time. Then we finally get to see Dana. And her agent um, is having her sign a lifestyle clause for the Subaru thing. And he's convincing her. First of all, he's objectifying her by her looks. And Always. then he's shaming her and shoving her in the closet saying... You know, don't you do that. To do that's this. for
1: that's for someone like Martina, which I also thought was like homo shaming, right? Just like completely. But that's what like you have to then. look like that to be gay, you know. So the whole thing was gross.
0: But it was and so scary. To, but
1: but as a public
0: figure, it was so scary to come out back then. I know.
1: I understand the storyline. It's just upsetting to watch. Yeah, it is. It's and you see the panic
0: surrounding and Dana. he's also like and he's also just you know and then he's saying you're not who's the who was the uh tennis player he was saying uh, you're d- def- on on a no, on a co- Anna, Anna Korakova is that what it was Anna Anna Korakova so he, def- he kept saying you're definitely not her I know so on top of everything else he's saying he's like, you're, you're not, not quite not that pretty but you're also yeah you're not that good you're not a- You're not that famous. You're not that influential. Like, who is this fucking agent? And he takes 10%. I know. was so gross.
1: And just everything about Aaron slash Dana just was breaking my heart left and right in this episode. All of it. Then we're at the yacht. So the yacht, the yacht part of the episode starts bet and tina are the
0: first to arrive which was really funny i feel like this episode was sort of broken up into it was split in half and the first Mm -hmm. half is what we just saw and now the last half is yacht
1: i didn't mind it because i loved it i thought everything in the first half was great and what it was and then i was very excited when the yacht start started
0: agreed bet and tina are the first to arrive which is you know they're now they're like kind of They're embellishing on them being boring and whatnot. Yeah, and And that's like you and I now. We would definitely show up at six. And you and I would be the first to leave as well. Absolutely. (laughs) Make an appearance, do the Irish exit, peace out. And I like the tracking shot. Did you catch this? Like, Sort of to invite us into this party. You have the the girl, she picks up the shot. Uh She's walking through the boat. Loved it. It's a little... It's a little much by the time she like strips off and gets into the jacuzzi and starts making out. Well, with the thank girls, God but... she got in
1: a jacuzzi because I was like, why is she taking her clothes off? And then she gets in a right, hot tub. It's when thing, she it starts was... making out with the other girl. I was
0: like, okay. It was a little much, but I'm, I'm like, okay, well, this is clearly like a debaucherous, you know. Yeah. Environment I'm going to try
1: that when my, when my pool's done with the little hot tub, I'm going to try that tracking shot. It might be in okay. October. It might be a little cold by the time it's done, but I'm going to okay. see if that's well, a realistic thing people do. Yeah, give it a shot. I'll the, start dressed um, in the kitchen. I'll make it to the porch, and as I cross the <laughs> lawn,
0: <laughs> are you going to post it on Instagram when you're done? Yeah, it's going to be an Instagram. Do a compare. Story. Do do mm-hmm. a compare. The parade of sunglasses in this scene is exquisite as well. And
1: they're all <laughs> so the you're same you're not winning it. Rectangle. You're not winning either.
0: Alice <laughs> has a has a has a riveting pair on. I got a real table. pair. A
1: real doozy on my face. <laughs> I. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Ben and Tina's were worse
0: because I didn't even notice. Mine. <laughs> they're terrible. No, they're terrible. <laughs> it's all bad. It's like they
1: went there was a sale. There was like a two for one sale. And they're like, great, let's get let's get those in different colors.
0: Um. Everyone's at the party except Dana and Laura because they're out to dinner. And the conversation broke starts. broke my heart. Yeah. But I got to say, Laura's kind of it's sort of an odd conversation, No, I found it a little No,
1: odd. she was just being cute and sexy. Like no if i think if i think if dana had rolled with it it wouldn't have come across so um i don't know a little mutt a little pda you know what i mean it it came across a
0: little like okay like
1: she's obviously freaking out calm down
0: yeah i understand the reason why i just thought ah it's a little like i get it we have to get to the purpose of the scene which is aaron who looks or dana aaron looks absolutely gorgeous in the scene gorgeous goodness um she has to, she panics and it gets into her head and she's going to break up with Laura. And I feel bad for Laura because she's then taking the responsibility on herself saying, maybe I pressured you. It's just horrible and heartbreaking.
1: I know. You know what I also love? The the lady they had in the background is like the looky-loo. Wasn't actually, it didn't look like she was actually staring at them like, ew, lesbians, which was refreshing for the show because it's what a lot of the extras do. But- Mm -hmm. She kind of was looking over in that direction, but it felt like it was Dana's point of view was like, they're all looking at me that I'm gay. I'm gay. gay. They're all looking and they
0: don't, you know, I thought that was a cool choice. And she says the worst, and Dana says the worst thing, which is, I don't want to be with you.
1: And you know, she doesn't
0: mean it. And it's just a stab in the chest. Oof. Um, Okay, we're
1: back to the, we're back at the yacht.
0: I'm talking to Lisa. Lisa Lesbo is back. Lisa Lesbo is back. I'm really... I love that he's a Reiki expert. It just tracks. Mm-hmm. It's so on brand. Yeah, and Alice just needs to get laid. Poor thing. She's like, like, whatever
1: you have to say to me. Yep. To for me to get you in bed. That's basically it. And then um, I don't even Dana's think Alice knows what Reiki
0: is. She was just like, no, okay, she cool. doesn't care. Yeah. She's like, whatever. Let's just get you alone on a bed. And then um, Dano shows up. I'm glad that Shane's there for Dana, even though Dana has that given was sweet. her a hard time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's the unspoken things. Like uh, characters don't need to always talk about everything. Action speaks more. Like mm-hmm. it's always show, don't tell. And mm-hmm. with, you know, it's a minor, minor thing, but I caught it where like Dana and Shane, it's like they're, they haven't, they're close, but they're not as close as they get. And you're understanding like and you're
1: patient for this friend who's having a hard time slowly
0: coming out of it. Yeah, it's very touching because she can see through it. And like that's how and Dana like unwinds with Shane on this episode. I like it. And then the party has arrived because Mar- Marina and Jenny show up and. Mia's face when she walks onto the yacht is like every lesbian's face when they get to L.A. And they look at It was the my AC. favorite. And it's like a kid in a candy shop.
1: Every time, every time they have Mia looking at a, like a big group of lesbians, those might be my favorite shots. Yeah. And then the funniest thing happened.
0: Marina, Marina seals the deal with she the crab does. dance. It's a crab dance. And, and Jenny's just like, yes, I'm in. I mean, basically. With Jenny's like
1: unwashed, three week unwashed body. I'm on you the know, crab earlier. Dance. And then and then the crab dance. They kinda like <laughs> they kinda leveled each other each other out. <laughs>
0: they deserve oh each other at this point, is what I, I'm saying. You and I have really picked up on the same moments in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> We make a point of not talking about episodes prior to recording (laughs) for this reason.
1: And I could see Mia watching Karina dance. like, And judging it quietly so harshly. Yeah, it was like, what is she doing? (laughs) (laughs) We think we don't know. (laughs) Okay, but anyway... Oh God! Moving on. What else is what? happening
0: on this boat? Well, you want to sleep. You, Alice wants to sleep with Lisa the Lesbo, and oh yeah, he so brings then out we're, his whole
1: kit. Yeah, he brings out this dildo, and I'm like, "You're a man," and it really upsets Lisa. And now I understand the whole thing. Okay. Well, what I I found this scene really interesting because looking back, I feel like Alice erased everything. Lisa was trying to identify as so Lisa pulled out a dildo and Alice said but you're a man and he does identify as a lesbian man so it's confusing but I just I guess I got sad that back then she wasn't like okay let's let's roll with what hmm I just basically just, you know, just denied and disregarded what Lisa was trying to do in that moment.
0: If I remember correctly, I think everyone else referred to Lisa as Lisa, the lesbian identified man, whereas Lisa himself just called himself lesbian. Right. So you're right. Yeah. I'm with you on what you're saying is. Yeah. Why I'm saying that.
1: Yeah, and Alice didn't even—I mean, for for Alice to, you know, as evolved as she is today, mm-hmm. back then didn't even understand it what she was doing to this person, and that's why Lisa was upset later.
0: Yes, let's talk about Miss Dana dancing because I had a front row seat and watching this in real time. They oh, needed so me on good. set, so they they needed me on set right after this. We shot this whole yacht thing in one night or two nights. I think it was was it one night or two nights. It was a it very was, condensed...
1: It was, a, it was an evening was, into the morning.
0: It was, it was an all-night thing. So I guess it was just we got all this yacht stuff done in one day from sunset to sunrise, and they needed me on set, so they told me to just to wait while they got this clip of Dana dancing. Tony, like I said, liked to do a lot of takes. I remember Aaron doing a number of takes on this dance, and every time it was getting crazier and crazier and crazier, and the song playing was obviously not the song that she was dancing to when they were... Because they do playback, so you can get, like, a feel for it, and they just hit playback the whole time. And it was Ice Cube, you can do it. (laughs) Erin was (laughs) just kidding. (laughs) She was just kidding. It was just, she was going for it more and more and more and more and more. It was one of my favorite memories, actually, of season one, was watching Erin... Do that dance. Oh, God, I loved it. I'm so happy I have that memory. Um... And then Bet and Tina leave the party. And as soon as the adults leave, the hard drugs come out.
1: <laughs> well, they did do a couple of shots before they left. They tried. Yeah, but like they kind of hide the coke and everything from. Yeah, you know, then you the do. NT. Yeah, then you. Well, uh, you did the drugs.
0: I do the drugs later, but. You were such a we,
1: subtle drug user. Like we we never really talked about it. You kind of always did it off to the side. Yeah, I think. Like we, You her. know,
0: your friends never talked about it.
1: You I guys wonder, never. I wonder if we knew. You guys, maybe we didn't guys, know.
0: I don't recall ever a scene where all of you were talking without me being there saying, "I think Shane has a problem." I know that's what I mean. This is the part of the evening that I have a hard time believing: is that okay. Shane? I mean, not Shane. Jenny and Marina are dancing to a song, and I and I, 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 I hit like music, like who sings this song? A loose, a, a loose, a loose Cassell song. I have a hard time believing during the peak hour of this party, someone would fuck with the playlist and say i want Mm -hmm. to put this on without everyone else maybe that's what marina was singing earlier i don't care if she was or not nobody in the party would be like jazzed at peak hours to hear this (laughs) yeah they're all (laughs) anna thought that maybe this was the song that were that was playing in marina and jenny's head Mm. and not everyone else's it would have
1: to be because there's no way the party
0: everyone would start jumping off the boat into the water to scare (laughs) themselves and shane would be known for having the lamest parties on the planet (laughs) and then you know shane is wrapping up her night with some morning cocaine and um Mm -hmm. we see dana she can't hold her liquor and this was another moment i loved because this was so authentic actually in the morning this was shot at sunrise and you and i or on either side. And that's what friends would do. You're kind of comforting that friend just laughing at the... Laughing. I learned, I, and I learned, And I learned something about myself in this uh, m- morning scene with Al Shane, Dana. I learned that I was... I learned that I was afraid of heights for the first time in my life. Because initially, they wanted... They were going to put me in a harness under my clothes... And they wanted me to walk to the bow of the boat, and we were on a proper yacht. And yeah. when I looked, and I and I was like, okay, cool, because I always, I'm excited to do random things that I normally yeah, wouldn't like be able those to little do. Stunt
1: moments, yeah. Yeah.
0: And so they put me in the harness, and I stood up at the top of the bow. And this was just for a rehearsal, just so the camera could figure out how to make it happen. And I made the mistake of looking down, and the boat was a lot higher off the water than I had ever realized. And we were closer to other boats in the marina, so if I was to fall, it, there was very little clearance between where we were with in the next boat. And I kind of was like, I don't think I can do this.
1: Yeah, was it the was it heights or was it more that you? It was could height, dive no, between height. the
0: boats if you felt. No, it was it was no because I knew if I had the harness, the harness would catch me, but it was the height. Wow, I didn't know you were scared of heights. I'm I didn't this realize right now. that either but i'm is, still does it still stick
1: because you you're on roofs and stuff now
0: no when I have a barrier like a awning like when I have like a uh-huh. railing or I'm completely fine it's when there's nothing there oh is like really like a cliff shot would be terrible for you ever I wouldn't do it
1: okay you should put that in your contract
0: um yeah, I'll do it next year But the point of that scene between the three of us is that you guys are saying how Beth and Tina are boring, and Shane's saying actually they're not. What we're doing is boring. What they're doing is great. Exactly. We should be so lucky. Completely, but you don't realize that at that age, and also that
1: Shane's longing for a relationship one day.
0: Okay, then we're at Marina and Jenny's. Uh, they're
1: having a really sweet morning with the sun sunrise in the background jenny's like let me see what it's like to be a top i'm gonna try this out (laughs) and then she kind of starts talking about moving in which i was like whoa lesbot way to pull the u-haul up jenny
0: she's all what if i just move here for a week and i'm like it's never just a week this scene was like the scene of whispering and I needed subtitles. Jenny wants to move in for a couple of days so she can write. And, you know, and, and I was like, Tonight. I love
1: this fantasy. I'll and I you thought, writing.
0: what a how convenient for the next reading group. You're already there.
1: They're there. We can read your your uh, your fresh meats. Following the morning of throw up, um, Conrad, the horrible agent, goes to to uh, Dana's condo. And wakes her up, she has a hangover, and he's like, It's your photo shoot day, pull it together.
0: Bet is working out in the backyard with Harrison, who I guess is her trainer. Always happy to see Harrison. And Kit me shows too. up and says, Hey, um, David called me. I'm scared, would you come with me? And thank God Bet said yes, because for a moment there I thought she was I gonna thought, say. No. I was like, She better go. Um, and then after that is when we get to the whisper scene, can I move in for a week and a couple days? And
1: Okay, so then in this Marina, Jenny scene where, where Jenny wants to subtly move in. Marina says, I love this fantasy, if only, but Francesca's coming back.
0: And she says it like, we've talked about this. No, Francesca, you know, Jenny's like, no, you didn't. And yeah, the audience Francesca? is like, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. You didn't <laughs> say anything.
1: <laughs> yeah, everyone had Jenny's back in that moment. And she's saying it to Jenny like it's Jenny's problem because she forgot exactly which is so manipulative but like
0: that's what spiders do the thing that that's the scene, called gaslighting, by the way it is and then the scene for me took a turn because it continues to continues downstairs where jenny's like I'm, I'm out i'm gonna leave and she goes downstairs and she looks at the wall and next to marina's headshot is a photo of her which i thought
1: you didn't see those on the way in they're right well, by the front nighttime. door
0: you're nighttime and you probably like stumbled in you know wanting to get upstairs oh, that's and fuck. true but she next to Marina's headshot is a picture of Francesca, and she puts it together. And this is where it took a turn because it felt like Marina and Jenny were in two different scenes. Marina's talking to her like, you know, I opened your world up to you, like she's a fairy from Middle Earth. Who's yeah, like, she's like you're welcome. Is what with she was all saying. of these gifts. And then you have Jenny on the other end, who's like she's in a Lars von Trier film and about to have a breakdown. She's like, you just ruined my life. My whole life and just I, exploded. And I I would have loved to have seen, I wish I had that script still to see how the scene was written and what the stage directions were, because those two were in two different things happening at once.
1: Right. I also think the picture of Marina on the wall was actually, was it not Karina's it headshot.
0: headshot? The Francesca photo.
1: I remember that. Yeah. When she got Was cast. next to
0: Marina's headshot. I'm calling her Marina because Karina doesn't exist in the show. And Jenny, thankfully, at the very end of this very odd scene, says, "Who are you?" Which are my thoughts exactly? Because Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, Marina, your logic and your fairy dust sprinklings on this poor girl—yeah, you didn't just help Jenny. That's not help. No, in fact, you just made it far more complicated. I think. I think actually, Jenny—the last thing Jenny says to Marina is "fuck you." Yeah, she did. Which, but good. Which is the most deserved "fuck you" this season has had so far?
1: Yes. Fuck you and fuck you again, Marina. Yeah, that's what I would have said. So then we're at we're at the uh, the photo shoot for Subaru with Dana. She's playing tennis, and Laura, because she works at the country club, at the restaurant, walks by the photo shoot, doesn't look over, and Dana looks up and sees her walking. Heartbreaking. These yeah. two break my heart.
0: I love them. Yeah. And then when we see Bet and Kit, they're at the hotel at the bar. And they each decide to order a water, and Kit says. I've been sober for two days, which couldn't tell if that was a lie or if that's true. She decided. No, she had She said, I had it. When
1: David called the other night, I was making a drink and Bette looked at her. She's like, but I'm, I'm doing better.
0: Okay. All right. And then the bartender
1: says, you want me to like zhuzh that up a little with some roses lime juice? And she said, sure. So he goes to make a, basically a mocktail.
0: Bette goes to the bathroom. Oh. The most important thing I thought in this scene was... There was a lot of foreshadowing. Because suddenly we're learning that Bet is feeling some inner conflict about Tina and the baby. This is what I wanted to talk about. I found this shocking. And Kit was like, oh, I think you're having, you know, daddy blues. And you're like, mm, it's more than that. What's going on? So did you think
1: or find that that kind of came out of the blue for you? Yes. And was it all because we called them boring and it made Bet? self-reflect like am I boring am
0: I gonna be boring I think that was a little sprinkle
1: yes to get to that moment I found it like jarring I was like oh my god I I even was like bet I said out loud to myself
0: I never felt like bet was look at the yacht party for instance and looking out thinking oh I'm missing something and she was just as enthusiastic to leave and she was in on the joke of being called boring and she yeah I think she was more surprised From my interpretation, she was more surprised her three friends were bringing up how awful this whole pregnancy is to hear about instead of feeling, um, you know, embarrassed that she's suddenly that person. So it felt, yeah, it felt odd. To It was a lot of inner
1: conflict that came out of the blue for me, but that can happen to people. All of a sudden, someone can say something that, I don't know, kind of jerks this thing out of you Mm -hmm. that maybe you've been suppressing. But you know what? It's a soap opera. So good. I'm glad. I mean, glad this is happening just for fun
0: storytelling. But I also was like, oh, no. Beth would open up to Kit. That seems to be so far the one character that she will, although they have some tension at times. Kit knows her better than anyone else.
1: Anyone else. So Beth gets up to go to the bathroom because David's late. Well, he's not late yet. She just gets up to go to the bathroom. She had to pee. And then the bartender brings over the mocktail. In a martini glass, right when David walks in. So he looks at the back of his mother and it's like, she's
0: still drinking. He turns around and exits. And David must have some serious trauma to yes. instantly just turn around and walk away and say, I'm not even going to bother.
1: I think that's been pretty clear this whole time that Kit has had a troubled life I didn't with, realize, some, with some I didn't problems. realize it was
0: that bad for her son yeah. to react the way he reacted. Well, you saw
1: her the way her father hasn't talked to her in 13 years. And Bette and her have, you know, they've got some, they've got some stuff they're trying to figure out together, but it's, it's, I don't think the path has been easy
0: for the whole family. One of my favorite scenes of this whole episode is now Dana. She gets presented with the ad and the Subaru guy's like, look, you are the gay Anna Kornakova. Like come out and stay out or whatever it is.
1: Yeah. They present her with a big gay ad and she's so happy. And I loved how Aaron played this. Me too. And she fucking fires that awful agent. When she fired him because I forgot that happened, I screamed. I was so happy. And he he laughed like, yeah, no, come on. She's like, no, you're fired. No wonder
0: everyone loved Dana so much. She represented like how scary it is to come out. And like everyone has a story and you're finally seeing it on television. Yes. I selfishly love Dana because Aaron is a dear friend, but I can understand why the audience is like, no, that's someone I fully identify with. Uh-huh.
1: And just, just, and just how the, the group of friends the whole time is, you know, helping her, pushing her a little bit, but at her own pace, but like, you know, like, but by her side when she's like, uh-uh, like it was very, I just like how it was paced. But then when Subaru presented her with everything she really wanted to be inside she's like yes and she went right for it
0: god damn you season three
1: i know i can't talk about it it's too upsetting okay then we're back at tim's house
0: we're kind of going to close up the the episode jenny shows up hey you know what at this point i want jenny to go back to tim because he's better than marina
1: i don't want it for tim
0: I want. But I do,
1: but I did want Jenny to have somewhere to sleep. I did not like her with nowhere to go. That upset me. Yeah. So when she shows up and he's like, "Or everything you say to me means nothing," or something like yeah. that, she turns around like she's going to go have to, you know, sleep on the streets, basically. And he's like, "One night," and I was like, "Thank God."
0: Tim is very stubborn. I understand, like, what she did is so wrong, and I understand how betrayed he feels. And then the lying on top of the betrayal, all of it is. No, I don't condone it, but.
1: You can't leave people sleeping on the street. No, I've I, I mean, imagine any of our exes.
0: I wouldn't. And no matter would how never. much they hurt me, I would say, yes. "Yeah, I can't watch this." No. He's a stubborn motherfucker, Tim. Thank God he said yes. And that is the conclusion of la ennui, which apparently la ennui means it's a feeling of weariness and dissatisfaction, boredom.
1: Oh, great! Because I didn't know that. Me neither. I didn't even care
0: to look it up, but thank you. Our producer, our producer looked it up. We did not look it up.
1: So everyone, we'll see you next week for episode nine. And thank you, everybody. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Pants, a podcast brought to you by Kate Menig and me, Alicia Haley, produced by Melissa DeMonts. Please listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can follow Pants on Instagram at Pod. Theme song by Carolina Para of the band CSS. Graphics are by Love Fox.